Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The information contained on this platform represents the opinion of the host and shall not be understood, construed as or a substitute for medical or health advice. Please see a health professional who is aware of the facts and circumstances of your individual situation. It's the Black Health 365 podcast, and we are here to make sure you look good on the outside and even better on the inside. After all, looking good, feeling good, and living a healthy lifestyle 365 days of the year should be a daily choice. Here at the Black Health 365 podcast, we will address the healthcare disparities within the Black community with trusted voices and information to empower a healthy lifestyle. Ain't that right, Britt? I'm talking about mind, body, and soul. What's good, 365ers? This is the Black Health 365, and my name is Britt Daniels, your fit life coach, yogi, and entrepreneur. Here at the Black Health 365, it's our mission to be champions of truth and change by providing y'all with personalized healthcare information from trusted professionals. And as y'all know, we're here to empower the Black community to make healthier choices all year long. And I'm joined by my beautiful co-host. Thank you, Britt. Hey, 365ers, Jackie Page, radio personality and fitness coach here. Um, And welcome to the Black Health 365 podcast. Today, we are talking about something that is near and dear to my heart. Food. (laughs) Okay, not really food, but uh, healthy eating, healthy food choices. And joining us today on the Black Health 365 podcast is... Jose Chef Cheo Garabito. He is a renowned culinary expert. Let's put some respect on that name, okay? <laughs> and I say what I say it. Um, best known for his vibrant mix of Latin and Caribbean cuisine. He has worked with a number of people, including uh, our CEO, Alfred Liggins, uh, Kathy Hughes, Janet Jackson, Tyler Perry, and Boston's very own Malcolm Brogdon. The list goes on and on and on. When I tell you he does this, he does this, and that's on period. Okay. How are you doing today, Chef? I'm doing great. How you doing? I am good. Glad to have you on the Black Health 365 podcast. So we like to kick off the podcast by doing some check-ins to see how everybody's mental is doing. So um, I will go ahead and just kind of start with you um, checking in. How are you doing today? How are you feeling? I'm doing great. Actually, it's been a long day, but I'm glad to be here today and Hopefully we can exchange great information. Super, super excited to have you again. Uh, Britt, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm feeling really good, Jackie. I've uh, been in a couple of weeks of momentum running with my businesses. Um, my brand is starting to get more exposure, starting to meet new people that have been very supportive of everything I got going on. I'm feeling really energetic, but also trying to take space and time to recover in between. But I'm, I'm, I'm feeling great. Um, you know, earlier this summer, I set a contract with myself that I was going to work hard, but, uh, as the seasons are changing, I'm going to start to dive into more softness. How about you, Jackie? What's going on with you? 
speaking of diving into softness, honey, that is exactly what I'm doing in this season. I am kicking my feet up a little bit. I've said this before. I'm stopping to smell the flowers. Um, 365ers, you've probably seen on social media that I've done some traveling. Um, I have done some traveling. There is some more travel on the books and I'm excited about it. So yeah, I'm taking a second just to breathe, stretch and shake. So in a, in a good space right now. Well, I'm super excited, Jackie, about today's conversation because us both being health professionals, we're all about um, being mindful of our habits that lead to sustainability or at least trying to communicate that and sticking to it to our best ability because we're not perfect. Uh, <laughs> with that being said, you know, we always like to talk about our articles and what's going on in the world. And um, I read this dope article about this guy who him and his partner decided to give up sugar. Wow. That's really hard. I, I got <laughs> yeah, to do it. <laughs> yeah. How about how about you? I know you like to cook and I, I can assume you apply sugar of some form, whether it's, it's white sugar, brown sugar, cane sugar. How, how well, would you well, feel about when, when I when I cook? I really don't. I try to eliminate the sugar and not really include it. But most people are used to comforts and they want, want something sweet. So they want something all the time and it has to just taste right. But it just depends on your taste buds. If you have train your taste buds to always be sweet. You always want to want that. You got that sweet tooth. And I've kind of cooking for my clients and who I cook for, I always try to eliminate that because you really can't get the essence of what the food really is and what can it really do for you nutritionally. And the sugar, we all have a sugar problem. I have myself, trust me. And sometimes I just want that ice cream and, and I know I shouldn't eat it, but I want it anyway. So it's it's really difficult. And if it's difficult for me, just imagine everybody else. And that is pretty much what the um, the husband, um, so the guy that wrote the article and, uh, you know, his wife, he pretty much said about their experience is we all have a sweet tooth mm -hmm. um, and we all crave sweets because we have yes. that sweet tooth. Yes. And initially it was hard. But yes. once they started pulling back on it, they did have yes. a withdrawal period. And the article is in Newsweek yes. if anybody wants to check it out. Yes. But once they started to pull back from the sugar, they had that withdrawal period. But then they noticed that the more they didn't have the sugar, the more they didn't want the sugar. Didn't so they would it. like, yeah. right, they would have, after they got a few months into it, um, they, you know, they went and had, I think it was ice cream. And he said he literally ate the pint of ice cream and didn't want anything else because didn't he realized it, it was just, it was too sweet. That's true because everything has sugar in it. You know, it's a pre it's a preservative, so that's what they use it for nowadays to process a lot of processed foods. So, for us in our body, generally when you do a detox, it may go away in the first about four to five days. The first two days you feel kind of oh I don't know my body feel kind of weird. Then the third day your eyes may be twitching back and forth because you're finally releasing those toxins and that sugar by you drinking a lot of water, keeping yourself hydrated, eating cle clean vegetables. Water-based vegetables will actually help you dilute it and, and kind of eject it out of your body faster. Um, and then you can take it to the next step, which will really help you in diminishing the, sh the sugar cravings that we all have. Because I have them too, trust me. I'm not, I eat healthy, but I get it in sometimes, you know? You, you know, you just describe sugar like it's a drug. And, you know, some scientists will argue that it's more addictive than some drugs that are, you know, cocaine. It um, is actually the sugars, I think, is is one of the most highest addictive things that we can we're going through in this society because it's generating profits and everything from medicine to food. And you have to look at all aspects of it. 
And I think that's really the downfall in our, in our population today is that we really don't understand what food is about. Most of us don't aren't able to. And that's why I guess, you know, people hire chefs like myself that we really understand what you need to perform at the highest level and feed you so you can stay at that level. And it's really hard. It's not easy. I love how you describe that chefs at your level, at your caliber, aren't just cooking whatever your client wants. You like to inform them and educate them on how you can be their most sustainable and optimal self. Um, and that's powerful in that statement. That's really powerful. It is because average player that I, I have dealt with in the past, you know, they're Hall of Famers and legends and they, they have to stay at that level. But you also got to eat right. You got to rest. You got to do your exercise and understand it's more, mostly the mental portion of it that they really have conquered so they can get themselves to that level where they want. And then the food is just basically 80 percent nutrition. If you have that down packed and you're eating the right things, you, your body's breaking down the carbohydrates the right way and you're using the protein the way you should. You, you can really go. Your body can really go far for you, but you just have to train yourself and understand this is what I want. This, these are my goals. And this is how I want to eat. But you also need help. You need someone to actually not only prepare for it, but just give it to you. And like, look, we on a program. We got a couple of weeks to get ourselves together. And this is what you need to get there. And that's basically what I do. That's amazing. And I think that's a great um, segue into today's Dharma talk. And for 365ers listening, our Dharma talks come from the Eastern tradition. It's basically to set the tone for the conversation. And speaking on what Chef just mentioned, us uh, about mindset. Um, when it comes to with this term self-discipline. And for me, um, you know, I think there's a curious, I'm using that word in particular, um, relationship between self-exploration and self-discipline. Curiosity informs self-discipline. And for me, when you are interested in exploring the self and learning about yourself, it ignites a thirst for knowledge and um, seeking to push new experiences and in that process, through that curiosity, you start to learn there are more chapters of your life that can be um, assessed and reached through that curiosity. And so that keeps you wanting to come back and be disciplined over and over and over again and continue to show up for yourself. And so for but me, you also I have to, to take the knowledge and understand mm -hmm. what what type of education you want to teach yourself so you can learn. And um, when it comes to food, eat. It, it's so vast, like the, the food knowledge of people. We really think we know everything, but we really don't. It, we're just touching the iceberg when it comes to the new technology and what food is really doing for us. But we also have to understand we have to eat natural food, stuff that's not made in the lab. Eighty percent, let's say 60 percent of the food today is made that way because we can't sustain it. Like our population are getting so huge that we really, we have to start understanding exactly what are we eating? Like, what are we putting in our bodies so we can perform at the level where we need to perform at? Exactly, as you said. And in terms of getting the right knowledge, it requires the right, the right professionals. And you being such a person, me and Jackie are really interested in how you just, how did you land into this space? To serve well, others? I landed in a space. I graduated from university in 2001, Johnson & Wales in Miami. And, um... I had to return back home to D.C. because my mom became sick with cancer. So she it lasted about 15 months. And that kind of drove me to start learning more about natural foods and, and what can, how can we heal ourselves within ourselves first when it comes to food. 
by feeding and giving ourselves the nutrition that we need. Because when I was a kid, I really didn't know about nutrition and what food was really about. Um, and due to the fact my mom became ill with cancer, I, I kind of started diving into, well, I shouldn't be eating this. I shouldn't be eating saturated fats. I shouldn't be eating a lot of sugar. So within myself, I started slowing down and not going to McDonald's and not eating the fast foods as much, eating more fruits. And so over the years, I have progressed and understand like what we should be eating and what we like to eat and make it better for us to to eat every day. Because I love the the grease and the fries and don't get me wrong, we all love it, but we shouldn't eat it every day. It should be more of a treat and understanding like foods like that aren't really beneficial to us. And as I became a personal chef, my first client was a NBA legend, an all-star um, and a hall of famer. So he used to tell me, I like to eat this way, but I like what I like. Can you create it based on what I like to eat and keep me on a regimen so I can keep my weight down? And I said, well, I'll try, you know, I'll try to get this done and understand exactly what you need. But over the years I have learned it's not only just knowing what you want, you got to get into the science part of it. So I have worked with a nutritionist for years in understanding what needs to be given at certain times of the day, how the body breaks certain things down, how we metabolize certain things. So you have to really take it to the next level. I like that you said that you work with a nutritionist, but so you're not doing this on your own. And then you realize um, the goals of what like your clients, what they're trying to achieve, which led you to say, hey, you know what? I need to work with a nutritionist because they have a certain goal. And, you know, this is a team effort. This isn't just a me effort. Absolutely love that you said that, because um, I think a lot of times in the health and fitness realm, even in the food realm, we get into the mindset of like, oh, you know, we, we it's only us like nobody. Else no, it's not only us because yeah. we we as chefs and trainers and doctors have to understand we need to know how your body works. Everybody's blood type is different. Everybody breaks down food different. Everybody's stress level is different. So you have to really understand on the science part when it comes to each person that you're dealing with that we're all different. We're not made to be the same. So I can't digest food how you can digest food. Um, some people metabolism are faster and slower. So we really have to understand based on the blood type on the way you can feed someone that really works for them. And when it comes to an athlete or performer or even a singer or a CEO, we really have to understand how they break their bodies down every day. How does their body work? So then I can feed them the food that they need so they can work at the optimal level because there's a very small window there. So if I can keep you there all the time, just imagine what your body can do for you. Not only your, your body, but your mind. And you really have to understand that. So that's where I come in. I, I'm really, I'm really, I became really good at that. Happy 62nd birthday, Granddad. Thanks, sweetheart. I got you this. A mug. Oh, thank you. Uh, what does it say? Beware. If you were 60 or older, you may. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. May be at increased risk of hospitalization from RSV, respiratory syncytial virus, compared to adults younger than 60. Not all dangers come with warning labels. Talk to your pharmacist or doctor about getting vaccinated against RSV today. Learn more at BewareOfRSV.com. Brought to you by Pfizer. As we know, Black people, we struggle um, a lot with chronic issues that come from food. Yeah. And for a lot of us, it's lifestyle, like you have mentioned. It's yeah. mental, it's mindset, it's self-discipline, it's um, self-awareness. Economics, it's social, Economics. It's, it's all that, all that it's wrapped a, in one. It's a, it's a host of things. For some people, for 365ers listening who maybe aren't as wealthy as some of your clients and they want to create a healthy lifestyle and relationship with food, considering what you just said, everybody is different, has a different canvas. Where should someone start, though? Well, the way you can start is, is little by little every day. You don't have to go cold turkey. Very few people can do that. You make 10% each month just by changing what you drink from soda to water, from natural, from sugary drinks to natural juices, just little things like that in overall scheme of things. And within a year, you don't change your whole lifestyle when it comes to food. It's step by step. You really have to do it step by step and understanding what you like to eat. You really have to, because when you start to lose weight, your taste buds get become different. You're not used to certain things anymore. Your body's not moving and feeling the same way as it used to be because you're becoming a different person and you're becoming the best you. That's what you're really becoming because you now you understand who you really are and what do you want to become? Because it's nothing better when you get on a scale and you're like, say, 200 pounds and 10 days later, you're like 185. Then lost 15 pounds, you're like, wow. So I really you start really feeling great about yourself and it mobilizes you to to get better, you know. I really want to do this and set better that, goals. I think that goes back to the curiosity. I'm like, once yeah. you start to see progress, you're like curious. Yeah, oh, you're I, curious, like, wow, did I, I do that? I, <laughs> I the concept sometimes. I'm like, I want to lose six pounds within the next 10 days. I know how to do it. So it, it's pretty easy for me. It's not, it's not really difficult. And it's funny that we're having this conversation because I literally was having this conversation in the station earlier today. I had um, a, a turkey burger and some green beans with no seasoning on it. And everybody's okay. like, you got the food with no seasoning on it. Oh, my gosh. And I'm just like, you know, you guys run around talking about you want to lose weight. You want to live healthier. But I'm like, it's literally it's literally like small stuff like this yeah. that that makes a huge difference. Yeah. <laughs> And if like, you get a right. burger, you don't need the bun. Just eat the burger and the cheese. With like you know, right. like, I'm like, literally, like small adjustments make big results. Makes a big difference makes a big difference, especially if you have long term goals. Your short term goals, you need to set short term, you set long term, and you maybe set a goal a year and a half from now to two years, and before you know it, you're a completely different person. You're eating different. You're sleeping better. You, you don't have as much anxiety anymore and, and you start feeling really great about yourself and, and you can say, I can really do this and continue to do this. 
I love that you both of you brought that up, that topic of your taste buds will change when you consistently eat. That's something I always tell clients and they like look at me like, yeah, yeah. They look at you like you're crazy. Like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> you know, I, it's, I'm flabbergasted sometimes by some some of the remarks I get. And they're like, really? Like, I say, give me two weeks. But I mean, and it's a real, it legitly is a real thing. Cause I was telling again, you know, talking about my turkey burger and green beans with no seasoning on it. Um, I said, I don't put seasoning on my vegetables anymore. Cause it's just too much for me. My taste buds over time, they've changed because I slowly and surely started to pull things away. And when I did, I don't even want vegetables with seasoning on it. If I go to a restaurant, can you please cook this with no seasoning? Exactly. It's too much. Exactly. It's too much. But you don't have to take the flavor away to also, but you know, exactly. most people live to eat. You know what I mean? Like that you have to understand that that phrase. Like you shouldn't eat everything under the sun just so you can feel better about yourself. And that comes back to being food being an addiction. Like food can be an addiction depending on what you like to eat all the time. And it's really hard. It's not easy. It's not even little kids today. I see that obese, the heavyweight. And I, and I look at them. So what do you like to eat? Like, what are you eating? And they just tell me all oh, burgers, fries, and the, the everyday stuff that then maybe that's the only thing they can afford. So I tell them, Hey, why don't you introduce a fruit every day? And, and you start to feel different about yourself. You kind of touched on it earlier, but are there ways for people who like burgers, fries, pizza, are there ways to make comfort foods healthy? Yeah, there's so many substitutions nowadays. It, it's gotten better over the years because we really started to really understand what food is and where food comes from and how it's grown. So it's, we have become the technology has kicked in where we can get information right away and we can understand where food comes from and what is it made out of. So kids today, schools are changing. My school lunches back then aren't what school lunches are today. And you can notice it. You can go to any school program in the country and you can see, well, they got a salad bar now. They got this and they got that. But kids still gravitate to the burgers and the pizza just because it's a comfort zone. They understand this is a comfort for me and it's fast and it's easy. So how can we make fast food easier You know, to and more accessible to everybody? So when I sit down and I start to decide, how can I make our comfort food easier to cook but also not losing flavor, making it a little bit healthier. Changing the oils that you cook in, first of all, the basis of it. Then season it with, without salt. Like salt is not a seasoning, it's just an additive to, to bring out the flavors in a little bit more. But it's really not flavor, it's just you put a little salt in, in that to me will give them, the salt doesn't give me more flavor, I think. I just by using natural herbs and spices and stuff like that, that gives the food and enhances the flavor, but it brings out the natural flavor of the food, I think, but not the salt. I, I just try to stay away from salt. I don't even cook with salt that much. Speaking of comfort foods, um, the holidays are coming up, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Um, can you make, I guess, holiday foods healthy as well? I know Britt kind of mentioned like, you know, your hamburgers, your, your pizzas, some of the fast food, but what about like the comfort foods that we eat at home? Mm -hmm. Well, the foods that you eat at home, just go ahead and make them just because th those are the treats of the year for, for most people. Like they enjoy eating our comfort food. And why not? It's, it's the best thing to do. Um, but to make it healthier, obviously, you may cut down the carbohydrates and the, sh the sugars and the potatoes and and substitute it with something else, but not losing the flavor. Because we got to think we're mostly based off of textures and colors. We eat with our eyes first. So that's what we're used to seeing. So. 
it may be the same thing, but it's just using different products and you may not even want to taste it because you're not used to what it looks like. But just, I, I tell people all the time, just taste the food. There's nothing wrong with it. Like it really tastes good. Like being vegan, it, you can have a, ve a vegan Thanksgiving. Like most people don't know you can do that by just by substituting certain products, but it's the same stuff you eat all the time. I love that you brought that up. Vegan uh, people will put that under the category of a diet. Yeah. A lot of different types of diets. And I just want to get your thoughts on just the whole concept of diets as it's produced in this capitalist system. Well, I've been doing diets all for when diets weren't even known, like keto and vegan and pescatarian. I've been doing that for years. And now it has become more mainstream. It's a style now. Like it's not mostly a lifestyle. There's people that have been vegans for a long time. And a vegetarian also for a long time. Maybe I have a friend that's been vegetarian for 30 years. And when I was a kid, I really didn't understand it. Like, you only eat vegetables? Like, what is that about? But now I, I understand it more and more and how he eats and how he understand each what each vegetable does for him. You know, you have to really have your food knowledge together. But that takes years of just understanding and learning and, and, and taking in the information. Um, but as of today, I think mostly it's based off of um, a trend. Everything's a trend lately. 30 days from now or three months from now, it'll be a completely different lifestyle of eating and people will get on it. But it's not sustainable because we're not used to it. That was you my main question. Like myself, I was vegan. I became vegan maybe four or five years ago. I was a vegan for maybe about a year. And then I was like, ah, nah, this is not for me. So I kind of find you have to find your medium, exactly what works for you. It doesn't work for everybody because you can go crazy. Like you, your body is an amazing thing, but it's also something that you really have to understand. Once it screams at you, you have to listen to it. You got to be like. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Okay, there's something wrong here. Like, let me... Let me figure this out. And then it goes to this using supplements. Like the food today doesn't have the nutrients we have. So we have to supplement it with something else because we're not getting the natural nutrients that everything had a hundred years ago, you know, when everything was pretty much no chemicals in it, you know? So I'm not opposed to using vitamins and supplements like that. Actually, I think they really, they may help certain people out if they really need it. And they, it can, they can really show the difference overnight. I love that you keep saying you have to do what works best for you. Yeah, you, you have, have to do to. what works 
best for you and your body. Because so often, and I think Britt can attest to this, as a trainer, we see people follow these trends. We see these people follow these fads. They're not doing what works best for them and their body. Exactly. And they, they fail. Because they follow the trend. Oh, they want right. to look like they want to look like so-and-so on TV or this actor, this athlete. And they really have to understand they really work hard to try to get there. And I'm one of those guys that help them get them there. But it's hard work. It's not easy. But it's a team. It's so much more than just eating. You, you have to take the science part of it. Go to a nutritionist. Take your blood test. Understand what your, your vitamin levels are at. Bring your vitamin levels up to where they should be based on your age. And understand how to keep it at that level. So your, your body can work on its own and optimize itself to the highest level. So when you're an athlete or a singer or a performer, you have to, your nutrition level is totally different from a regular person nine to five. And, and we really have to understand that, start to get to that side of it. You seem like a science-based, research-based individual. Um, what are some myths about eating, diet culture, nutrition that you would like to clear up for some of the 365ers so oh, the fact that you just eat protein and you think you're gonna lose weight like that's not nah that's not gonna work <laughs> it may work for a little while but it's not sustainable long term you know if you're a heavy weight lifter yeah certain diets work for you eating heavy protein but you still got to take in heavy carbs because you need to burn it you need something to burn you need that muscle to to work on its own. So it needs something to feed on, you know? So it all it's a tons of myths out there. It's really, but, and then again, I go back to understanding the science of your own body. Take your tests, understand what your doctors are telling you, nutritionists, find out what your vitamin levels are at. What do you need to supplement it to get to the levels where you need to be based on your age? Our age works hand in hand and what your body needs every day. Now, you've mentioned a few times about a blood test. Um, that may be something new to a lot of 365ers. Um, can you just really quickly give us like a quick, I guess, snapshot of exactly what a blood test is and what exactly it does? So um, it's like when you go to you go to the doctor and they, they extract your blood and they're trying to find out what's in it. So out of that, they understand how much calcium you got, how much your levels of your iron, nickel, like all the elements that we go through in our body is based off of that. So when we take that test, and let's say if you're low in something and you're deficient like vitamin D or vitamin um, A or whatever it may be, you have to supplement that to bring that back up. And most people, 80% of the population is deficient in vitamin D. And people are like, what is vitamin D? Do I really need that? Yes, you really need that. Like <laughs> vitamin D is one of the most essential vitamins you need in your body. And vitamin D, based on the fact that 30, let's say 50 years ago, cows aren't eating grass the way they should be back then. So when you drink the milk, the milk is not the same how it used to be 50 years ago. You understand? So that's why we have to supplement things and understand, take your vitamins, take your omega-3s, because you're not, you, you're not getting the good fats like how we used to, when naturally we can just go to the river and fish a natural fish that just swimming in the natural in this natural environment and it doesn't have the nutrients that the commercialized fish have today so that's why they tell us to eat wild fish all the time get your omega-3s get your your positive fats and and we get all that from the results of a blood test nice my, my final question for someone working at your pedigree 
um, and in your experience, how do you set up lifestyle plans and healthy eating plans for your clients? Like, what is your process? They come to you, hey, I want you to create a plan for me. What type of conversation are you having? First of all, I have to really uh, know if they're really dedicated and what they want. What's their goal? What are you trying to achieve within the next six months to a year? What is the level you need to play at or where you need to be before we get there? And then just after you get there, we just maintain it. It's not something that I, I got to keep giving you more. No, I, we have to maintain the level all the time. And when I sit down with someone, I, built, I build a profile. I get to know who they really are personally, where they come from, what are their comforts, what, what is their to-go foods to eat to bring that anxiety down what gets them going and, and understanding by eating, you could be the happiest person in the world. If you receive something that you really love to eat at any time. And if you haven't had it in a while and you finally get that one thing, you're like, Oh yes, I finally get to eat it. You know what I mean? Really have this meal. It could be one little simple thing. And to, for me to sit down with somebody, I have to really determine by just asking them a couple of questions, are they, it shows me that they're really serious about what they want for themselves and their profession. Because I'm one of those chefs that I get with a client's based off their profession, not because of their wants or lifestyle. Because their lifestyle is their profession and what they do at the highest level. You know, so I really try to create a profile based off of them and then take them through the steps of what I need, the information that I need from them, blood type, where the level's at, take send them to the doctor, um, let's start your detox. Let's get you going on a food program. Every every six weeks, I put you on a new food program because every six weeks you get to a new point. So we either have to start over or keep moving forward. That's something I really have to know and understand because everyone's different. You sound like a deacon. <laughs> I preach it over <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Wisdom. Volumes of wisdom. Exactly. And that's that's something I like to to give to our younger generation for them to understand for them to really be who they want to be it, you got to know what food is and what it makes it work for you make it work for you why not yeah and it's something that we have to consume we have the body has to have it so like yeah. you said why not make it work for you so that yeah. you can perform at your most optimal level yeah. Because we all don't use our body for our profession. Most of, most of us use our brain. So let's feed the brain what it really needs so it can stay sharp and clear. And you make great decisions. So just imagine that. If you were 10% more efficient in your mind, how wh where would you be? Right? Dropping gems. <laughs> dropping <laughs> gems. I Chef, try, we, I try, I try, listen, I try to put the right Dropping the gems. We do a thing right called... We do a thing here on the Blackout 365 podcast called What's Your 365? And it's a bit of advice or a snippet of information that you want to leave with the 365ers. I feel like you just did that. But if you could leave one more thought with the 365ers listening, uh, what would you say? Eating is one bite at a time. That's it. That's all it is. Eating is one bite at a time. Come on, come on. Snap. All the snaps. Um, <laughs> it has been a pleasure hearing all of this wisdom. Uh, I, I, have, I have learned a lot in this conversation. I feel more inspired to stay consistent and explore my body <laughs> through more healthy decisions. Um, Jackie, what can you say? 
Yeah, I am like, let me go get a blood test because I feel like I need to be a little more in tune, like literally in tune with, you know, what what's deficient, what's not deficient. So I can really like hone in on, you know, performing at 110 percent. It all starts from within. So if I don't if I don't know and if I'm not feeding myself what I need to have, then how am I going to perform at 110 percent? So exactly. Dropping gyms. Come on, chef. <laughs> mm. Chef, if people want to uh, find you on social media, where can they do that at? Just type in Chef Cheo. That's it. it I'll be the first one to pop up. Chef right. Cheo, thank you so much for sitting down and chatting with us on the Black Health 365 podcast. Uh, 365ers, as always, if you have something that you want us to talk about or cover, we got you, okay? Hit us up on social media at Black Health 365. You can find me on all social media platforms at Love Jackie Page. And you can find me on all platforms at ProfitFitness.life. As always, 365ers, it's your responsibility to be an advocate for your health. Your body is a temple and food and lifestyles are the building blocks to that temple. Peace, namaste, and love. Black Health 365 is an Urban One and Reach Media production hosted by Jackie Page and Britt Daniels, created by Samuel Tatum and Laura Lopez, executive produced by Brittany Jackson and Kadisha Campbell, editing and production, Jahi Whitehead, sales and corporate sponsorship, Patty Johnson.